Hello, picklers. Uh, welcome to the third episode of Tennis Sucks, brought to you by Selkirk. I'm here with Graham D'Amico and Rowan Porschke. Graham, uh, I want to let you know that yesterday was the first time in history that I've ever gone 0-2 at Crescent Lake, and that's 100% your fault. Okay, you didn't go 0-2. I did start you the went... day 0-2. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, blame yeah. your partner for everything. I do that, yeah. All right. Sorry, Wes. Trust me, it's not your fault. Wes is aware that his, it was his fault, too. And moving on. All right, Ro. So before we get started, I got a question for you guys. At what age did you start kind of like groaning, you know, when you would like just sit down and make movements and stuff like that? I've noticed that more and more myself. I turned 26 in April, and now I'm sitting down like, ugh. You know Odd what I mean? question. It's like sighing. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. say about six years ago. Six. I feel like I'm groaning. I'm an ancient man as of about six years ago, and it's getting worse and worse. Like, I, I sit down <laughs> slower and slower. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I've got, what, maybe I f- four or five before it's real bad? If like I'm, Graham doesn't if do I'm it starting yet. now. No, I do. I do. You do? Yeah, in private. But in private. Uh, it's been more recent, actually. I want to say the last couple years. Since I became a vegetarian, I'm going to blame it on yeah. vegetarianism. And he's got no kids, three which years helps ago. a lot. Mm, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I think that's why I moan is because I became a vegetarian. I understand. But I'm <laughs> Less saying, protein, think... <laughs> you know, not as much muscle. It's, you know, getting tougher to get up and down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough, you guys. Thank you for that insight. Um, <laughs> let's start today with, uh, let's just go Nationals recap. Uh, go ahead, you guys. Are we doing Nationals first or Brockwall first? Let's go. Let's go Nationals first. Yeah. Okay. And we'll talk about uh, Nationals after. recap. Um, definitely the best venue of the year. Uh, beautiful site. From a playing perspective, uh, days were really long. Brackets were big. High-level pickleball, a little bit windy. Congrats to uh, Ben Johns for beating Julian Arnold in the men's singles final. He also won the men's doubles against JW and Deckel, uh, which was surprising to me, the outcome there. Not necessarily that they won, but how, how one-sided the final was. I'm not really sure how it turned out that way um tyson and jay obviously beat them in the main draw huge win for them and then uh then the mix man geez anna lee waters might be the best pickleball player on the planet man or woman because you play with her you get a w and she absolutely dominated ben in the mixed final went triple crown again so uh, congrats to her. Yeah, no, it was a great event. Really, really pleased with it. Looking forward to doing it again next year. I wish I'd planned my my vacation and lodging a little bit better, but uh, got to hang out with some great people, great players. Super fun. I first want to give a shout out to both JW and Dekel for uh, those signature paddles you guys hooked me up with. Thank you so much. I'm going to figure out how to weight my paddles the same as yours from here on out. Uh, secondly, I didn't get to go to nationals, but I watched a lot of it. One of the things I loved is, I don't know if you know this, they had three courts streaming at the same time, which is awesome. So I can watch a women's match, a men's match, or maybe two women's matches, two men. It was, it was awesome. And I was seeing a lot of matchups I don't normally see because there was a third court. So we're going down to a third and fourth tier, basically matchup. Well, also it was PPA, APP mix. There was every player there. So the dynamic was really interesting because you saw, literally everybody matching up and and you know at the end of the day like ppa put this out today which is fine that the uh the ppa swept it and they did they won all the gold medals i think most of that's due to anna lee 
But the APP showed out too, man. Like almost every event, uh, they were in the final. And in my opinion, my honest opinion, if you watch it, uh, the best singles player of the week was Julian Arnold, not Ben Johns. And I'm not going to comment on too much on their match in the in the winner's bracket before the gold medal match, but Julian won that match. And he should have been the guy in the final. Um, you know, and a good Anna Bright is a beast. She was in the finals of uh, of the women's doubles, men's doubles. Obviously, JW and and Deckel came out of the winners bracket and just probably played terrible on Sunday, which happens. But but I think the the idea that all the best players are in the PPA is is ludicrous. And the APP showed that they have a lot of talent as well. Yeah, the other thing I wanted to comment on about Nationals was that house you got to play at, which everyone's talking about, a chandelier over an indoor pickleball court next to a bar, sleeper couch. and I mean, honestly, the craziest house I've ever been to. I probably shouldn't mention the guy's name, but super cool dude. Uh, you know, was living in Beverly Hills, moved to the desert, I guess, maybe five, six years ago. And the court is insane. First of all, the toilets, kid you not, when you walk up, the toilet seat rises for you. And then you make a, it's got like this air. I need that. I mean, it's like a Toto it's toilet. It's got the bidet. It is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Then the bathrooms, everything is button oriented. Even the, even the patio doors, you don't touch a patio door to open it. You, you touch a button and the patio door, door opens for you. But, you know, the real kicker, obviously, for psychos like us, the court, he's got two of them. One of them is indoors. Most beautiful court I've ever seen. It's probably the most beautiful court in the world. It has to be. Yeah. And then there's a secondary court that's outdoors that, yeah, sure, you can play on it if you want. But the indoor court, he can adjust the lighting so it can go like blue, green, red, based on the vibe you want. And then, of course, there's the primary color, which is just How white. difficult does that make it to see if you change the it's, color? It's very difficult. Okay. But it's not meant for that. Like, he has a DJ booth in there. He's got, a, like, literally lights that come down, and there's a, a light show that's performed. It's meant for all things, but the fact that pickleball is central to that room. Does it double as a tennis court or it's only pickleball? No, it's only pickleball. Only pickleball. And did you get to meet the guy who owns the house? Yeah, I played with him quite a bit. Oh, how is he? He's actually not bad. He's really crafty. Um, Is he in some of those videos I saw? Can't comment. Oh, come on. Can't comment, man. Okay. He might do. The guy's a very private guy. Well, all right. Yeah. I mean, he's got randos at his house playing pickleball. He can't be that private. He let you inside. I mean... Okay. I mean, the one guy who will not worry about is Doug Ellen, who's a pickleball fanatic and also the creator of Entourage. The dude is uh, literally obsessed with the game. God love him for it. Plays every day. One of his primary goals in life seems to be to promote the sport and let everybody know how great it is. And he's not bad. Like, for a guy that... You know, I think I think he's been playing for five years, but I don't think he had much of a tennis background. I think he said he played a little bit like in high school, but he's 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 good. And he he was talking a lot of trash and super fun to play with. And uh, yeah, like that was definitely for me the best part of Indian Wells is meeting and hanging out with those people. Nice, yeah, I'm I'm jealous about that. Yeah, I really wish you had seen that court. Like you would have been in awe of it. It was it was just. And then, by the way, you know, uh, Dion and I went home and stayed in a trailer for the other time. So we just really focus on that duality of life. We go to a $50 million house during the day to practice, have drinks, socialize. And then I made sure I brought her back to a trailer in Desert Hot Springs because I butched our Airbnb. And it was not a double wide, a single wide, real piece of... I saw uh, the pictures. Yeah, it was bad. Nice. But, uh, you know, we got we to gotta stay humble yeah, out here. Yeah, you were living Breaking Bad for the week. Yeah, we were. We were definitely was a meth lab at some point. Another thing I want to comment on is the pictures I saw of the stadium court and all the fans. Insane. I think that's the, I think that's the biggest crowd 
Has to be. I've seen at an event. It was actually mind-blowing, Graham. Going in, unfortunately, never got to play on center. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> two matches in a row, lost, two play on center. You went in as, a, in as a spectator. I was definitely a spectator. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, it was like... It was seating where you had to touch the person next to you. It was so packed. It was it was really jaw-dropping. So I think, for me, one of the things of pickleball has always been, will it be a good spectator sport? And seeing that turnout and how many people were interested and getting excited and standing up and clapping was like, shit, you know? Yeah. It's got, the, a, ch- it's got a chance. The aerials were, were awesome yeah, of, that, really good. of that moment. And then the one thing we obviously have to talk about from Nationals is a uh, partnering switch. That's a tough one. Uh, first of all, it shouldn't be allowed, okay? That, that's not allowed in a tennis tournament. Not to say that tennis is the model because tennis sucks. But in this particular case, you honor your word. You play with who you said you were going to play with. If they get hurt, tough break. You know, that's the way it goes. You, Can you guys you give don't get to play. a little background to just maybe listeners that don't yeah. know about so, what happened. So uh, Catherine Parenteau was teamed up to play with Alice Jones. Alice Jones is a warrior. I think it said Elise. Okay, I call her Alice. I probably have it wrong. I get Maybe everyone's I have it name wrong, wrong, but I thought it was Elise Jones. It might be Elise. I get everyone's name wrong, so okay. that wouldn't surprise me. But I know her as Alice Jones. Let's just call it, say it A L Y C E, I believe. Jones. A L I I C E Jones. Like I said, I get it all wrong. Sorry, Elise. Okay, Elise, Alice. You know, I like your game. I like that you dive at balls. You got my got my respect. And you play fair, unlike some, but respect. She was scheduled to play with Parento. Lee Waters. Which is got, a big break for her because she yes. hasn't had a top-level partner like that. She's played with Megan Dizone, who's also very good, but obviously Parento is, a, is, is at the moment a fair bit better, rated better. Right. So um, she's meant to play. They're meant to play together. Lee Waters gets injured, apparently tears something, uh, and, and Parento left her in the dust, you know, left Jones in the dust and played with Anna Lee instead of honoring her commitment. And granted, uh, Anna Lee and and Catherine won the tournament, but I honestly think that pretty much anybody in Anna Lee wins the tournament, and that's not what it's about. At that moment, it's about doing the right thing and and you know honoring your commitment to your partner. And the fact that I saw Alice Jones, Elise Jones, standing on the sidewalk the morning of women's doubles, looking like oh, she had no really? clue what was going on. Was this, and I, I didn't know what was going on. It wasn't until later. I was like, why does that girl look so sad? Like oh, her dog, really? I swear. Wow. Like literally like her dog just died. Wow. And I was sitting there watching like, what the hell's going on here? Someone was talking to her, shaking their head. You could see something had happened. I thought, oh shit. Like this is a scenario. Maybe someone in her family passed or something happened. She had her bags. Obviously was unhappy. I don't know how you do that. Like how do you sleep at night? I, I, could, I could never do that. But, uh, you know, again, it's on Catherine. Disgusting by you. Lost a lot of respect for you. Uh, but more than that, it's on USA Pickleball, Pickleball in general. You do not let people upgrade their partner the day before an event just because somebody got hurt. It's totally so ridiculous. tell me how it's different in tennis. What, what? If I, let's say you and I sign up for Wimbledon, okay, and you get injured two days before Wimbledon. I cannot sign up with anybody else. I'm out. Wow. We're out. We are What's a, the deadline? We are a team. Two days? No. It's way before. I mean, it's well before that. What, what? Two weeks? Sure, probably. Okay. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. You have to honor that. Like well, we, we are a joint commitment, period. I've met like Catherine marriage. and Athena a couple of times. I'm actually big fans of both of them from little I know them. and They seem very nice. Okay. And I also want to say is, I don't know, I might do the same thing, which is probably why I'm not a top pro, 
Wow. Because if someone was like, that <laughs> makes me lose so. Much. I mean, geez, Graham, I don't know. We I have don't know. so many things intertwined, and this is what you tell me. <laughs> All right, let me like, say I this. I let you. Are you kidding let me, me right now? Let me just say this. Okay. Do you mean that? Let's say I was playing a. Let's say I was playing a tournament with. You're disgusting. With Evan Pratt or, or Clark Benassi over here, right? Holy shit! Man. Shout out to wow. shout out to the to the pros on the court right now. But wow. Let's say. And then Anna Lee walked up to me. It'd be tough, man. It'd be tough. That's not but, the point. That's not even close to what. That's not even close. But to you're what right. Happened. I think there needs. I think the you don't USAPA. You would honor your commitment. Or PPA needs to make the rule. I don't think they need to leave that on the partners to make that decision. They need to make it a rule yes. for everyone. Hey, can, you can't change partner injury. You're out. Sorry. That's that's an or obvious one. Or let them play one. two on one. I'm telling you, I want to see some people that have to battle it out two on one and see what happens. Well, I think it'd be good for viewership. It's coming, obviously, just in a different <laughs> way very soon. NML, you know, I think about you. <laughs> All right, Ro. Does uh, my question regarding that situation is what is like what implications does that have for her moving forward? Well, Do you she, think there are any? I don't she, think it'll change anything, but she lost a lot of respect. There's she no got a gold medal that. at nationals, so that was she got what she Doesn't wanted. Change anything? For I know, her. but she got what she wanted. That's what she was after, right? Obviously, sure. you do it for the win. No other reason she would do that. Um, but yeah, moving forward, I don't know. I don't know if she'll. I no, mean, I don't she think it'll change from players, but I think she'll still get the partners she's of after. She will. She's good enough. She'll she's, get the partners, but I mean, listen, if I'm a brand or uh, a potential sponsor, like. I don't. I don't find that to be to be good for the sport. Uh, good for her. I don't think there's any long-term implications, unfortunately. But there, there really should be. I think the biggest thing you're going to see is just a loss of respect amongst the other players. That's it. Okay. Okay. Well, let's move on. Let's go. Uh, the the big one, the vibe uh, and MLP merger. Go ahead, Graham. You start it. Big news. Um, so biggest news in pickleball. Yeah, I mean, I think it's maybe the biggest thing to happen to pickleball, besides maybe COVID, um, period. Basically, Tom Dundon of the PPA started a team league, an exact replica of MLP, called Vibe, and directly competing with MLP. And... You know, there were two paths that could have been taken. One was all-out war, MLP versus Vibe. See who comes out victorious or emerge. And I know talking with you, I wanted a merge. I, I wanted a merge, you too. wanted a merge, too. Yeah. Um, you know, for us, it feels like a win-win. It's a no-brainer for pickleball. It's a no-brainer for Major League Pickleball, for Vibe, for PPA. Um, and we could talk about this, I think, subject alone for hours for and hours, hours. For sure. Because there's a lot of business implications, obviously, and there's some speculation about um, maybe what format they were going to use, what sites they were going to use, if they were even going to you know, pursue it. But ultimately, I think what it did was great for pickleball because we all want to see the best players play in one league against one another, which is one of the reasons that Nationals were hey, so Mario. enjoyable. And... Um, and the fact that they all are now, and it's a cohesive group all playing against one another, you can't have really that comment of this league doesn't have good players or this week league doesn't have great depth. It's just everybody together. So, you know, the purist in me beyond the owner in me that has, a, you know, a financial stake in this, I wanted all the best players together because I want to see pickleball thrive, and I think that makes this makes that happen. 
Yeah, you know, the big thing for me when I think about it is we get to focus our resources now on growing Major League Pickleball rather than fighting the PPA or fighting Vibe. You know, I don't want to waste our money trying to be victorious against Vibe. I want to use it on prize pools, which are going to get bigger next year. I heard 500,000 per event for the six events. Whoa. Sorry, we're boring you here. Sorry, Um, Mr. Yawner. Yeah, obviously having the PPA players now come over and play in MLP. I know they all wanted to. You've heard Tyson say it out loud. I've heard plenty of people, Patrick Smith, Tyler Loong, all want to play MLP, which is probably why they signed up so quickly for Vibe. Uh, having said that, I think whoever gets Anna Lee is odds-on favorite. 100%. Maybe, no matter who the other three are. Yeah, I think so. I think I think what we've discussed, too, is it looks like in the draft, you're going to be able to choose whomever you want first. Like, it doesn't have to be a girl or a guy, essentially. So if we had, like, the first five picks could, in theory, be girls because the disparity in the girls' game is so high compared to the men's. I think it will be. I think it'll be girls for, yeah, four yeah. to, four right, to so, eight picks. So just to make it clear, like there's, you know, if you had the, let's just say the fifth pick and the 10th pick, just saying hypothetically, you could, you could choose two girls with your first two picks. You don't, you don't have to choose girl guy or, and, and that's, that's going to change things a lot because um, really the girls, in my opinion, dis- will decide it. Because yeah. There's, there's a lot of good male players at the moment uh, that can kind of be interchangeable. You know, like J, we had JW, uh, for the MLP, and there were about eight men that had comparable stats to him. Uh, I think if you look at the women's side, there's maybe two or three girls that really dominated, and and that was a big difference. So, uh, you know, that was obviously so Paris. So to all the females out there that are good at pickleball or tennis, DM us. At it. DM us. Uh, let's get some training in, and let's get you signed up for MLP. Well, lots of prize money next year. Lots of prize money. Get, get No more futures or ITF tennis events. Waste of time. Go play some pickleball. Tennis sucks. Yeah, get tennis into pickleball. Sucks. But yeah, Rowan, we could, I think we could talk about this for... Forever. Forever. There's, yeah. And we will. We'll touch on it more as things change. Because things are going to change. You know, we don't even fully know the format for next year. We don't fully know. We, we think we know the locations and flux. the dates. Yeah. But, you know, it's this, this, is, this merge has cause us a lot of work and a lot of time and we're trying to get it figured out so we can get the draft started in December hopefully and our first event in end of January and you know see what happens from there and we have two uh two new owners announced Mark Cuban and Anheuser-Busch is that correct yeah so Anheuser-Busch is a big yes that's an MLP team we're very excited about that being in that uh owners meeting with that first owners meeting with them they were super excited very involved, and I think looking to be, do big things with Major League Pickleball. I mean, let's be honest again, pickleball, which is why I love it so much, is a public park sport. You know, we're all out here talking trash. A lot of these people are going to go home and have a few beers. You know, this is a, a social drinking game sport to some extent. And Anheuser-Busch, obviously, great booze, but they're going to they're gonna bring a lot of uh, marketability and a lot of variation to the sport that we haven't had yet. So really stoked about and that. And to go international a little bit easier, I think, as well. You yeah. know, we have that international reach. Uh, Mark Cuban, I, I don't know if you can talk on this. I'm, I'm not 100% sure this is right, but I think that he backed out of owning a team. That's what we've been told. That's we've our speculation, yes. We, we don't know for sure. Don't okay. know for sure. But um, from what we know at this moment, we don't know that he is still going to be an owner now that there's a merge and MLP is is the brand that it's going to be held on correct okay okay gotcha and 
last question. Uh, just I guess this is the cynic in me coming out a little bit, but do you think just given the history between the PPA and the MLP, like Dundon and Kuhn specifically, do you think that they maybe were able to become friends a little bit in this process, or do you think this is strictly like a business arrangement? Um, strictly business. Yeah, I would say probably strictly business, but I think that they both are obviously smart enough and been successful enough in their business careers to realize that this is the best thing for both sides. And, you know, credit to Steve for for making this happen because this has obviously been his baby for a long time. He put in a ton of work to, to create the product that he did and and turn it into what it was or what it is, you know, getting people like LeBron interested and Anheuser-Busch interested and for him to be selfless enough to do what's right for the league and for the sport is commendable. And, and I, shout and out to thank, thank shout out to, I hate to do this to Tom Dundon too for coming to the table. Yep. I think they just when you look at it on paper it's a no-brainer for pickleball. There's no question. And so they both saw that it, it, it benefited both parties a lot. It benefits PPA. It benefits MLP, pickleball in general, and 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 they did the right thing. And here we are. Sorry for the yawns, kids. Red eye flight. A little, little tight. <laughs> little tie tie still. Just got the locksmith got to get little, me in my place. He's got a little jet lag. A little jet lag from California Nationals. Well, I think uh, I think that's all we had on the list for this for this episode. So perfect, you guys. Thank you. Sweet. Thank you. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Uh, you wanna you wanna do the old. The old tennis sucks send off. Uh, tennis sucks, always will suck. Pickleball is way better. Play pickleball, not tennis. Peace. <laughs>